Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales, Book 1, Chapter 15, Seventh Meditation of Hell. Preparation. First, place yourself in God's presence. Second, humble yourself and ask his aid. Third, picture to yourself a dark city, reeking with the flames of sulfur and brimstone, inhabited by citizens who cannot get forth. Considerations. First, Even so, the lost are plunged in their infernal abyss, suffering indescribable torment in every sense and every member, and that because having used their members and senses for sin, it is just that through them they suffer now. Those eyes which delighted in impure vicious sights now behold devils. The ears which took pleasure in unholy words now are deafened with yells of despair and so on with the other senses. Second, beyond all these sufferings, there is one greater still, the privation and pain of loss of God's glory, which is forever denied to their vision. If Absalom cared not to be released from exile, if he might not see his father's face, How much sore will it be to be deprived forever of the blessed vision of God? Third, consider how insupportable the pains of hell will be by reason of their eternal duration. If the irritating bite of an insect or the restlessness of fever makes an ordinary night seem so long and tedious, How terrible will the endless night of eternity be, where naught will be found save despair, blasphemy, and fury. Affections and Resolutions First, read the prophet's descriptions of the terrors of the Lord and ask your soul whether it can face them, whether you can bear to lose your God forever. Confess that you have repeatedly deserved to do so. Resolve henceforth to act differently and to rescue yourself from this abyss. Resolve on distinct, definite acts by which you may avoid sin and thereby eternal death. Give thanks, offer yourself, pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Mary, gentle guide of youth, mirror of the divine life, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
one of the aspects of the resolutions that Francis de Sales will later emphasize, that is in the affections and resolutions part of the meditation, he will emphasize that the resolution needs to be definite. That it should not be a general kind of idea of how I'm gonna, I'll love God more, or I'll, I'll be better in the future. No, the meditations that he's proposing have to have a real change in our behavior. They're meant to lead to some kind of actual shifting in what we do. This is not an exercise that's supposed to detach you from reality, to help you escape. No, we are considering truths about God and his plan so as to move our hearts to love and to be humble so that we can make a resolution in the real world in which we live. We can bring our life into greater conformity to Christ's life. And so this meditation, the seventh meditation, really highlights that aspect, which is there in all of them, but he emphasizes it here. Resolve on distinct, definite acts by which you may avoid sin and thereby eternal death. Now, we're not supposed to spend the whole hour tomorrow morning or half an hour, if we can, on this meditation, making a resolution. No, the resolution grows out of the main body of the meditation, which is the considerations and the affections. But we should not end without a resolution. And as we're thinking about hell tomorrow, as we're trying to pray over this text, or pray over it if you're hearing it at some other time, we want to make sure that we make a definite resolution about something that we're doing that will lead us to hell if not corrected. And how is it that we will want to not to go to hell? Well, we got to think. St. Philip used to say, to avoid hell, we need to go down there in this life. And if we don't go down there in this life, we run the risk of going there after this life. How do we go down there in this life? Well, we use our imaginations and our intellects to make real to ourselves what hell is. Just picture a dark city. No one can get out. Flames of sulfur and brimstone. Okay, so smell, terror, and then the three considerations. The first is about the senses, the indescribable torment of what we're hearing and smelling and tasting. Then he wants you to go beyond the pain of the senses. To the, the pain of loss, the loss of God's glory forever, to be eternally deprived of God with no hope of seeing him. That's the main pain of hell, to have within ourselves a longing for God, to have a nature which can only be 
satisfied in union with God. And then to be unable ever to have that. A gnawing pain, a gnawing longing, a gnawing dissatisfaction. And then to realize this is forever. This is forever. Like a night in a terrible fever, you can't sleep. That endless night is what hell is. Okay. Now, we think through that. We spend time over that. We, we ponder that. Half an hour. 20 minutes, and then we try to move our hearts, ask the Lord, can I bear that? Could I possibly bear that? And if I can't, which I can't, I need to confess that I've deserved to do so. But then by his grace, I have to change something. And at the end of the meditation, whatever God has shown us, we thank him. We thank him for the time of prayer. Offer ourselves to his service. We pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.